Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Ashley. Hello, darling. How are you today? Overall, I am doing well. Mm -hmm. However... There was some news you sent me today that was completely unexpected and frankly gut wrenching. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the death of Stephen Twitch Boss, dancer and Ellen DJ. He died yesterday at the age of 40. How are you, Ashley? It was definitely shocking, shocking, shocking to see. Um, I learned about it via social media and just not something that you're expecting to pop up first thing in the morning. And I am definitely keeping his family, his three children, his wife, and everybody who knew and loved him and my thoughts and prayers because he, I loved the Ellen DeGeneres talk show. We've talked about this uh, before and it was always such a breath of fresh air for me, for my day, something I look forward to. And Twitch was a part of that. And Twitch brought such magical, wonderful energy to that show. And so I, if I feel so shocked at such a loss, I can only imagine what they're going through. So Ashley, I've been following Twitch since he was a contestant on So You Think You Can Dance. Mm-hmm. I remember he was definitely standout. And then he became a part of the staff and he would dance with other dancers. And the fact that, you know, I was able to watch his career and root for him along the way. It's just so sad. It's just so sad that someone who brings so much joy and light was dealing with such a dark, you know, dark moment in his life. Yeah, absolutely. As I've seen many people say, you never know what people are going through. I told you before we started recording, Tabitha Brown really got me super emotional with her posts about it and correlating it to her children and the way that childhood just goes by so quickly and all these things and it was very moving and I hope that this serves as a blessing in someone else's life to realize that they are worthy and valuable and should not go this same route if they were thinking about it, that's, that's all I can hope. That's the only glimmer that I can think of with this particular death. Cause it's just so senseless and sad. So. Yes. And I'm looking at suicide and crisis lifeline. 
you can dial 988 and you'll be able to talk to someone, not feel alone and get some help. Absolutely. All right, Ashley, I'm going to pivot just a bit because this episode is a celebration. This is one of my favorite things we've done on the podcast. It is a year in review. We are going to discuss 2022 in all its pop culture glory. We have several categories we're going to be talking about today. And let's get started with your favorite movies of 2022. All right. Favorite movies. I tell you, some of this content stuff is getting harder and harder because there's so much that has come out within a year. Like I had to go back and review lists and see what was going on. And just, I think I went through every single one of our previous um, recaps Recaps. and things too, like just to get an idea (laughs) of what it was that we've done and I was thinking about so guys here are the top three and this by no means means that there were not some that were super close or probably honorable mentions but these are my top three everything everywhere all at once because Michelle Yeoh was everything the movie was so unexpectedly good for me I did not go in with any level of expectation and they knocked that shit out the park jamie lee curtis it's so good jamie lee curtis had a turn a starring turn in that as well it was just it was it was wonderful the humor the the family aspect all of it i love that movie my second is one that we just recapped not too long ago the school for good and evil on netflix i love a lot of fun that a lot of fun i have been so looking forward to it and it really did not disappoint me it gave me so many things all the fantastical feelings plus so much more and i love the two young ladies who got to star in that alongside carrie washington and charlize theron and yeah that's one if i still bought dvds i'll probably add to the collection yes and last but certainly not least my number three if i'm supposedly ranking them it's not number three but the number three i'm discussing black panther wakanda forever baby (laughs) black panther wakanda forever that's on period do i need to even (laughs) really give y'all the reasons Y'all already know the black excellence, the love of and celebration of Chadwick Boseman, the Angela Bassett, Lupita, uh, the whole entire cast, the beauty, the the majesty. Yes. Going back to Wakanda, like all the things, the lift me up at the end, Rihanna. For all of the reasons, this one of my top movies of 2022. What about you, Delora? Actually, I'm not going to lie. This was a little difficult for me. Yeah. Some good stuff has come out. Well, yes and no. I found myself gravitating towards 
television this year than mm-hmm. I did movies. And we've had this conversation before when we started our podcast back in 2020, <laughs> there was so much content. It was overwhelming, but it started drying up just a little bit when it comes to the number of releases. I still feel, I still feel overwhelmed. Maybe it's just because there's so many platforms that stuff drops on that it makes it overwhelmed. It's not just coming from one stream. True. One place. That's true. Well, my number one is Wakanda Forever. There you go. Thank you very much. There you go. To the same points that you've highlighted, we returned to Wakanda. It, It was so highly anticipated to see what what are the happenings in this world now that the king is gone yes. and who will pick up the mantle because yes. Shuri sure I did dis- I suspect that she would be the next Black Panther but this is comic book world it could have been anybody it could have been anybody some people thought that they were definitely gonna bring Killmonger back so it could have been we had a long list of possibilities absolutely and Let me say real quick, my order was based on chronological release. That's where my order came <laughs> from, not by which was my fave. So just saying. For me, I only have two and it there's no order to them. <laughs> but to return to this beautiful, luscious world, again, the work by Hannah Beekler, mm-hmm. Ruth Carter, they're going to be awarded again. They have to. I I am still stunned by the new world that Namor introduced us to. Mm-hmm. Everything from his entire look with the, the turquoise and the gold and fire, fire, fire. And then that throne that skeleton of this gigantic shark of fire so i look forward to seeing what award season is going to look like for them hannah did say on her twitter that this is her final black panther so she's not going to be coming back and she's actually going to be moving on to broadway she's going to be a part of the the whiz revival doing the production design so that should be a lot of fun yep My second movie is a bit of a caveat because it technically was released in 2021, but we recapped it this year. And I'm talking about the Summer of Soul. Mm, Okay. It is a documentary about the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival directed by the great Questlove. He actually won his Oscar this year for for this project and this was absolutely soulful like thinking about me thinking about the movie brings like a warmth to my heart almost like you know black folks in like Hennessy or something like that you know what I mean (laughs) crown for me crown for me but I feel you you know I don't drink dark and liquor (laughs) (laughs) But it's just a warmth and to have so many phenomenal artists 
in one place. I'll tell you how much it touched me. I wish my grandparents had been alive to see it. That's how much... That's what that me what meant to me. Where they were, what were they doing? Did exactly. they know about this? Exactly, exactly. Because my grandmother, I believe her family is from was from New York. So nice. not sure if she had still had relatives that were there or any of that. So would have loved for them to be able to see this piece of Black history that for some reason nobody felt was worthy of giving a platform until now. So exactly. Great pick. Exactly. My brother is on your same page. My brother rewatches this regularly anytime yes. over thanksgiving i'm like so we about to watch summer soul again like <laughs> listen it, it is it is that type of documentary that you put on in the background like for the you know every black household has that has that movie like for many it's the five heartbeats <laughs> or you know pick any sister act two i mean <laughs> Summer Soul, the fact that this was in fact real life. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Questlove, for bringing it to the world. So that's all I have for favorite movies this okay. year. Let's go ahead and go and talk about our favorite TV shows. All right. So again, going in chronological order, <laughs> I have three. My first one is... Da, 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 da. Abbott Elementary. Even though the pilot dropped December 2021, the bulk of season. the first season yes. aired at the beginning of 2022. Guys, we've recapped Abbott Elementary. We've talked about our love for Quinta Brunson. We've talked about the Quinta Oprah interview that just went down. I am so happy and excited to be in this era of black creators because it is a joy to get to feel like we're even a small part of their journey when we're talking about these projects and embracing and loving these projects. And Abbott Elementary is yes. one, the more I hear Quinta talk about what it means to her and the connections with her and her family and all this, I'm like, ugh, it just makes me love the series even more. The series is hilarious. The series is gonna yes. go in the canon of great workplace comedies. Yes, but it's it's it holds an extra special place in my heart because of Quinta. So, Abbott Elementary, do y'all thing. I love season two. I am here for, and I had to cringe, steal through. Will they? Won't they? With uh, Gregory, worthy? It, it's cringy to me just because I get weird about like romantic scenes with characters i always have i was just telling my hairdresser i just feel like really I'm, i feel like i'm interrupting like a moment and so i always kind of like either i don't make eye contact or i like avoid watching certain how scenes. do you watch bridgerton like yeah, i don't exactly, understand exactly because i don't i don't watch it just i don't keep my eyebrows just glued at certain scenes i'm like oh okay i'm gonna let y'all have y'all moment and i like will avert my eyes but I, it's it's still I say cringy because I hope that you know Gregory and um and Janine get together so very cute will they won't they this still has us guessing all right next one GLT House of the Dragon HBO Max I'm sure this is on your list as well Delora but going back to the world of Game of Thrones 
a world that I thought I was done with, honestly, after the original series has been exciting, has been hella impressive with this focus on the Targaryen family and with kind of how the finale went for season one. Oh, I'm hooked. I'm ready. I hope y'all have enough material because y'all sped through season one. I hope y'all have enough material to keep us going for a few more seasons. So we'll be recapping that at some point, Delora, I'm sure. But that is definitely a favorite TV show of this year. And my last one, new release, Wednesday on Netflix. I love this show. Again, I'm so upset that I had to find spoilers on these internets because it's my, it's just my type of show. It's my type of vehicle. Tim Burton, the Adams family, the goth of it all, the Jenna Ortega of it all, the uh who is her? a star. He's a star. I don't even think I talked about it when I had this as a hidden gem, the fact that I just thought that um Oh, I'm blanking on her name. Um, who played Morticia this time? Catherine Zeta. That Catherine Zeta Jones was another level. Like when I saw the series, I was like, I love the original, the two movies so much that like yes. I didn't know how I was gonna feel about this revamp of a cast. Mm-hmm. But I thought they all sold it. They were so much closer to like the cartoon depictions physically and things. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I was so impressed. And you had um, our our lady from the original Game of Thrones series who said that this was the first time she ever felt beautiful on screen. Yes. Um, what's her name of Tarth? Yeah. Yeah. Brienne. Yes. Yes. And I just love this freaking series. Season one. Can't wait to see it again what they're going to do with season two. So those are my top three favorite TV shows of 2022. What about you? For me, my top three in no particular order. Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. Abbott Elementary, Abbott Elementary. I made Abbott Elementary my hidden gem, I think, twice before we even started talking about it because that is how much in love I am with this freaking show it is the best of comfort food you know tv show equivalent of comfort food yeah it's it's the portrayal of the great Cheryl Lee Ralph acting like all the aunties teachers church ladies I knew growing up (laughs) all wrapped up in one Jacob, I love him so much. When I tell you, I screamed when he's like, I don't believe in gluten allergies. I think it's internalized racism. Done. Completely (laughs) done. Okay. Ava, we, we, we gave her a hard time in our recap for season one, but she is funny. Of course. Funny. Of course. Gregory and his looks will go down in history for me. And the fact that he's switching them up these days, they're not the same look to the camera. I'm like, yes, sir. But we got to have a conversation. And I also love Miss Lamenti and um, 
Janine as well. Janine, though, she'd be knocking on my nerves just a little bit. That's 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 the charm of of Janine. You you get annoyed by her. But then when she's not there, it's like. But we need Janine. Like You need a Janine. Sure, sure. (laughs) But as a family, because it is our family show. Um, Amar refers to the show as Abby Elementary. So we kind of call it that. So are we watching Abby Elementary? Yes, we're watching Abby Elementary. But and I'm sure that will make Quinta so happy because she said she wanted a multi-generational yes. show. Yes. So. so this tweet had me rolling and spoiler alert for anyone who didn't see the latest episode, but this needs to be said. It is specifically talking about the interaction between Quinta and um, Gregory's character. I'm sorry, but Gregory grinding on Janine, almost kissing her, and then leaving when his girlfriend calls is exactly why I hate men. And the way I laughed out loud. I need Gregory to stop dating at work. First, it was another teacher's daughter. Now it's a mom. I'm going to need you to date outside of the school pool. Yes, it's going to be messy. It's getting too messy. messy. It's getting Mm -hmm. too messy. All right. My other favorite television show is, of course, Dumb Dragons. (laughs) Knew it. House of the Dragon. Man, oh man, after that last season of Game of Thrones, I was hesitant in, you know, being willing to make a return to King's Landing, even even in the prequel, right? And was the Targaryen my favorite family from Game of Thrones? I don't know, because I, I loved a few Lannister moments and, of course, Stark's. I want nothing. <laughs> I don't want it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. You That's know what nothing. I was mixing up. But I got into this series and I got invested. And the fact that I was looking forward to watching a show each week on Sunday, I got out of that rhythm. Like the joy of television. Anticipation television. Of, there's a brand new show coming. Let me get my butt down. Let me watch it so I don't get any spoilers. Because mm-hmm. that's another thing about what this show has done. Because it's one thing, you know, to watch a show. It's another to watch it in enough time to prevent spoilers, you know? Exactly. Yep. Um, and to your point, I hope they have enough material <laughs> for more seasons. But the casting was incredible especially for the characters as they aged and can i can i get a shout out to have them black and brown people in these fantasy worlds we can live with all the hate that comes with it absolutely i don't know when y'all thought black people started existing i don't know when y'all thought we showed up okay i think something's wrong with you if you can't imagine yourself in a story or empathize with a character that does not look exactly like you there is something wrong with them absolutely because 
at the end of the day, black people have been doing it for millennia. <laughs> it's We've always we can... been here. So the fact that we are able to participate in it, I'm here for it. Now I needed these daughters, these granddaughters to have a few more lines putting that out there. But overall, definitely one of my top shows of 2022. And finally, season two of Bridgerton. I was nervous. You know, these this show is based off a series of books and each book is about an individual, you know, sibling's relationship. Season one was a runaway hit. I'm pretty sure the pandemic had to do something about it, but let's also face it. It was a lot of fun. It was sexy. The budget for the, uh, you know, the costumes and um, the production design and location was phenomenal. You know, it had all the things I was looking for. And to come into season two with Anthony being the star, I was nervous because I didn't like him from season one. (laughs) He was peak rake, you know what I mean? And I love the introduction of his love interests and the mean Indian women being brown skin Indian women and being a different love story. It was not necessarily hot and heavy. You had that slow burn, which I found that I adore in <laughs> um, in these type of stories. Enemies to lovers, well executed. I'm I'm still hesitant for season three, but yeah, Bridgerton season two was a joy. All right, Ashley, let's go ahead and get into our next category. What are your favorite? pop culture moments i just have to say i really do think penelope and colin are gonna bore the crap out of me for season three (laughs) but anyway (laughs) my favorite pop culture moments they're all music based i've realized my first one is the super bowl halftime show from this year because again you talk about unexpected delight like i remember we talked about when the lineup was announced and i was like uh I'm sure it'll be fine. No big whoop. <laughs> they shut that shit down. I was up. I was bouncing. I was ready. The choreo, yes. the movement, the setup. It was everything. a party. It was, it was a amazing. Party. It was amazing. One of my top five favorite halftime shows now, for sure. So it was just a delight. And I agree. The, the game itself, like I said, was one of the best games I've seen in a long time, too. Granted, the Bengals did not win, but it was a hell of a show. It was a hell of a game. So Super Bowl halftime show definitely makes it in my favorite pop culture moments of the year. My second one, that Omarion Mario versus baby. That Lord. shit show <laughs> of a versus that I could not even catch night of because of how delayed that was from the pre-show to the fact that Ray J gave us content for months. So much. I was not expecting this. Months after the fact that him and Sammy and what was it, Pleasure P, whoever else was in a little group. 
decided to spin off and try to do their own thing, which I don't think they've released any music yet, but I'm ready. No. Y'all go ahead and drop a single. Y'all go ahead. Okay. It was everything I needed. When I finally actually watched it and I saw Mario tear the stage apart on Omarion, I told y'all so. That's all I was thinking. <laughs> I told y'all so. Everybody was rooting for Omarion. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. So, And then we find out that he was lip syncing with B2K. Girl, the mess that B2K came with after that as well. J-Book still out here talking shit. Lil Fizz, that whole booty hole thing that just came out with Lil Fizz. I'm like, what is, what is happening? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't know, just go ahead and Google it. Go ahead and Google it. But yeah, it was, that was, that was magnificently terrible. I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> it put millennial R&B artists to shame. That's why Usher was like, let me remind you what it is. And that's Here's an my tiny mention. desk. That's an honorable mention. Here's my Vegas residency. Usher said, let me show, let me remind y'all what talent is. Let me remind y'all why I'm not like these little R&B boys. Again, Mario can sing his ass off. And I knew that. So I'm like, this is not, you. this is not going to be a but fair fight. But I think fight. people were anticipating the number of hits. Because let's face it, Mario doesn't have as many hits compared to Marion, who has both his solo career and B2K. I get it. But Versus is tough if we doing live. Versus is tough because you... You have to be able to sing if you are a singer, right? And that's tough. <laughs> Unless we just play in the tracks like they did in the early days, you cannot go on a live versus stage like that. It was it was a shit show, but it was fabulous. In terms of entertainment, <laughs> it gets no better. All right, my last one. Renaissance. Beyonce. Period. I... I it lives within me. That's all I can say. That album. <laughs> it's a part of me now. <laughs> that album lives within me. Break My Soul was not my favorite when she dropped that. So I was not, I was not fully ready yet for what we were going to receive. Like I said, it's still not my absolute favorite Beyonce album. That's for nostalgia reasons, stuff like that too. You know, music ends up becoming such a part of memories and you remember where you are when you heard certain things, whatever. But the joy that this album brings me every single time I listen to it, I get upset when I don't hear songs in order because for a minute my oh, title was girl. on shuffle and I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, you're the one from front to end and repeat yeah i need to hear every single track in order because beyonce designed it that way for me (laughs) okay (laughs) i am a skipper but okay okay nope the songs blend into each other it is a magical experience front to back i love that album and i'm i'm ready for these visuals i know we've talked about this i know everybody in a mom is ready to see what she's gonna bring but that Renaissance drop was everything. So those are my favorite pop culture moments. What about you? All right. So I'm going to go ahead and add a little asterisk here on favorite. 
because some of the things I have listed here aren't necessarily, you know, raindrops and rainbow <laughs> gum jumps. You, rainbow. you must have slap gate on yours. The slap. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had it on mine and I took it off. I was like, I, I'll leave it. <laughs> it's, it is frankly number one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sorry. Where have you been? There's no way. <laughs> you have to be living in an Amish community without electricity. There's absolutely no way. This year at the Oscars, when Will Smith was favored to win Best Actor for his role in King Richard, which we recap, check that out. <sighs> Chris Rock decided to tell a joke that wasn't funny and he got slapped for it and the world clutches her pearls some of the world some of the world who hated so much that they want to exalt will smith for the rest of his life so the fact that that happened is something that i think i've been able to process because i think by will releasing his story his autobiography it provided a level of coloring that if he didn't have that book out and did what he did yo i because at the end of the day we are all human Mm -hmm. he has been a hollywood a-lister for decades i don't even know what that pressure cooker looks like and he's someone who was without fault at this point, really, in his career. Like, he didn't intentionally he had any missteps, right? He hasn't had intentionally. anything that like... He was well manicured intentionally. He, he was a PR machine in terms of good press, in terms of being bankable, all of those things. So, I mean, seeing him slap somebody on live television at the Oscars... That's that is the biggest pop culture moment in in the last 10 years. 10 years. Easy. But then I feel like I think part of the reason like people like you and I aren't really up in arms about it is because it's like it's with Chris Rock. They got some history that we don't know about. I don't know if we'll ever know about, but it's like it's on site whether it's oscars the grammy somebody's house that would have happened eventually i think we just didn't anticipate it happening on hollywood's big night and it's also the i'm trying to think of the best way to put it it's also to me the hypocrisy of hollywood with the blowing up of that particular situation in comparison as i've said many times to a lot of the other shenanigans that happen just because it happens behind closed doors. Y'all want to act like, oh my yes. God, seeing him slap somebody one time in the face was the equivalent of child molesters and rapists and all these other horrific Cereal. crimes. Rapists. That's yes. what I'm that's what got to me the most was just the outrage and hypocrisy of the situation. Okay. But since then, Will Smith has been banned for 10 years he He gets to keep his oscar 
and he has since resurfaced. He's now on social media on a more frequent basis, promoting his latest project, Emancipation. And we're still waiting to see if and when Chris Rock is going to tell his story. So unfortunately, the story isn't completely over. It is for me. (laughs) Me too. But man, I didn't see that coming in, in 2022. No one did. All right. My second pop culture story. Serena Williams retires from tennis. The GOAT. This, like DJ Khaled, major key. It is one thing to watch the rise of the greatest of all time. You and I have had that privilege. But what's so important in these stories is the ability to evolve, to move to the next chapter, to learn how to end something or Mm. not even end, to learn how to finish something. Mm -hmm. And And be able to go out on her own terms. Exactly. Not through, you know, any serious health issue Mm -hmm. or you know, even bad will, you know what I mean? Or such a deterioration in talent that it forces you out of the sport because you can no longer compete at that level. Yes. This is an important lesson in life. And I am grateful that Serena is showing us that. And I think it's also important for someone of her caliber to retire or to evolve because we need to give her her flowers. Now, she told us right before the U.S. Open, and I had hoped to have had like a whole season to celebrate her at the different Opens, but it is important that we celebrate her. And it's important that she did it at the U.S. Open because she's ours. I will regret having never gone to a match in person. I know Regret is strong. I don't like the word regret. It is a shame that I was not able to see her in person before her retirement, but I am definitely thankful for all the strides she made, not only in that sport, but her influence and her greatness transcended tennis. So I'm glad I got to experience it in my lifetime. Well said, sis. All right. My final favorite pop culture moment renaissance act one (laughs) beyonce giselle knows carter this album was unexpected and what do i mean by that you know me i became a hardcore fan after self-title and then we went into lemonade which was (laughs) life-changing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. We had the gift and to get this bundle of joy to just literally dance, let your hair down, talk your shit, live your life, sing random things like yada, 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 yada. I was not ready for any of that. Why is this making me sad? 
I think it's making me sad because I'm thinking about what's going to happen when there comes a time when she's no longer releasing music and what am I going to do with myself? That is going to break my heart. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just made me really sad. Again, similar to even what I was saying about Serena and her career um, trajectory, seeing Beyonce navigate her career and understanding and showing us different facets of herself has been a joy. You've had the breakup album. You had the love song album. This is like, I am going to sweat my perm out type music. Granted, I haven't had a relaxer in over a decade, but that's <laughs> Also paying homage to her uncle. Like, yes. that's when I felt like I thought I knew all those smaller things about her in terms of like family and what she loves and all that. Because she's been around for so long. She surprises me. I do not have Spotify. I have Apple Music and I have my year in review. It says an artist who sets the tone. Beyonce Renaissance. I played her apparently 2,145 minutes. An album you kept on repeat. Renaissance. I played this album 460 times. <laughs> that sounds about right. I am a skipper. So I usually start off. I usually start off with either I'm that girl or cozy. Cause they're both affirmations. Cause I just need to remind myself of who I am. I'm cozy in my skin. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but then I also remind myself that I am too classy for this world. I am forever that girl. All right. And then lastly, oh, <laughs> fire, fire, you and I, you. When I found out she was spelling out that word, I was like, this bitch, <laughs> I am done. I am done. The layering, the... <sighs> all the things all the things it is so much a part of my everyday conversation now I it, it just cracks me up and Beyonce I know you have not released these visuals that's okay I'm waiting for them I look forward to seeing them but this album this album is fire and I have enjoyed watching social media seeing what they've done with the music, especially with the Cuff It Up Challenge. It's been a joy. I, I can't wait for Heated because, you know, Heated is my my anthem. Mm -hmm. So, all right, Ashley. Finally, our final category of tonight. Top moments for recapping with Delora and Ashley. Oh, yeah. So, guess I have three yet again. That's my theme. Celebrating our 100th episode and second year on the mic is obviously a top moment. These milestones we've had over the course of our journey together and with all of yes. you lovely listeners who've stuck with us, especially the OGs who've been listening since the very beginning. We appreciate y'all so much. Day one. Thank you. 
our Essence Fest recap is a top moment for me because it was our first event, even as friends going to something together. And we did it for the culture. We did it to, you know, get some looks and feels on the pod and just, you know, take this adventure and journey a step further. And it was great. It was, even though we both got COVID, it was, it was great. (laughs) (laughs) It was a, a a marathon experience and my first time (laughs) in New Orleans. And so it's just something, you know, I won't forget. And I'm glad that we were able to bring it back to the mic and, and talk about it and, and have a good time and enjoy it with, uh, recap nation and my final one is just the continuation of our in conversation interviews this year we talked to you know hannah hannah beekler we talked yes. to um jerica duncan we talked to Renika. we talked to uh we just did the one with dr michelle foss we talked to david it's been wonderful to have the opportunity to get people's experiences and get people's um, journeys and be able to have that be inspiration for us as well as other people. I've had friends tell me that they got motivated off of some of those conversations to do things they had been wanting to do and thinking about doing. I love that. Yeah. And so I just, I really, it's one of our favorite things to do and there's a lot of work that goes into securing some of these interviews and so when people really appreciate them and cherish them it means so much so we will continue doing those in 2023 and hopefully get some great guests lined up but yeah it's just a new thing we kind of started we didn't know where it was going to go and I think it's been it's been a wonderful experience so far so those are my top moments of the pod Laura what about you yes Essence Fest Number one, it was something we've always wanted to do. And the fact that we got a chance to do it together was amazing. What a moment. Like the music festival, Ashley, we talked about it in our recap, but it's like we saw Janet Jackson live. Yes. We saw Petty LaBelle live. We saw Chloe and Hallie. We shared the we shared air with Jasmine Sullivan. So like it I got was... to see Nia Long. I got to see Michael Ely. We yes. got to see Kamala Harris. Cop- Vice President Kamala Harris. Interviewed by our girl Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. I was up out of my seat getting to experience new edition. I mean, we got to go to the film festival the first time they've done the film festival portion of Essence Fest. It was, yes. it was everything. It was everything. Anybody who asked me about it, I'm like, you have to go at least once in your lifetime. It was a marathon, but you have to go at least once in life. Wear comfortable shoes and and keep cool. But yeah, and make your reservations to to places you want to (laughs) eat. I don't even know. Do you think that would have helped? I feel like it still would have been a disaster of time. Yes, it would have been a disaster, especially depending on what side of town you were on, right? So it was like, where's your hotel? Are you at the Superdome? Are you at the convention center? You know what I mean? That would have been a good time to be like, we already have pre-made meals (laughs) (laughs) available. Let's just run back to the room, (laughs) grab those sandwiches, and then we're heading over. Because I'm still upset I missed Lucky Day. I only got to hear, I think, his last song. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, because guys, the show started promptly at seven. Like Black people, how this is the one thing y'all want to start on (laughs) 10 and have those shows start promptly at 7 p.m. Wait, wait, wait. We also saw Nicki Minaj live too. Yeah. And what she did not do 
would show up on time. But no. I didn't. But the lady, <laughs> the lady who sat in front of us on that performance, guys, she must Yo. have been a super fan. Super it was borderline fan. embarrassing. And she I, I let people live, but yeah. it was a lot. She was, it was a lot. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been to see Beyonce and I didn't even act like that. And I adore Beyonce. So she's a super, super, super fan for sure. Love it. We we did our favorite film series. We've been talking about our favorite movies this whole entire time. And we finally recapped them. Yours being The Bodyguard yes. and mine being The Departed. Toxic masculinity on 10. <laughs> <laughs> And then throw sprinkling um, some racism as well. Again, it's been a minute. I knew it was my favorite movie for a reason because of the twists and turns. But then when you revisit it, you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's what that's what I get for getting caught up with all those white men. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the stellar cast of Jack Nicholson, Leo, Matt Damon. We already knew Mark Wahlberg was problematic, but you know, mm-hmm. anyway, I'm glad we finally got a chance to to do that because we've talked so much about it and we did 81 episodes this year. Lord, it's crazy. Let that breathe. <laughs> yeah. 81 brand new episodes in 2022. God is good. We had special guest Lauren Tudor come on the mic with us to talk about rap shit. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. And I look forward to having um, guests on our recaps again in 2023. And I want to shout out to Black creators. I was telling my girlfriend this the other day. It's like, we are growing, but whenever we support black and brown artists and like repost them on social media, they show up. They are they always the ones it. to show us Kelly love. Washington has been in our stories. When the beautiful Timby Locke reposted a reel we had, I was like, <gasps> Yeah, ma'am. This is about your story, and we're just talking. <laughs> Tia Mowry reshared something one time. Yes. I mean, it's definitely the love has always been real from Black entertainers on social media when it comes to that for us, and we've been so appreciative, so, so appreciative. appreciative. We freak out behind the scenes every time, <laughs> every time, because they don't have to do it at all, and you know. We're very, Ashley and I are very intentional on the projects we recap too, because our goal is to spread love. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can have a critical eye and have our opinions, but we don't, we're very intentional, intentional with spreading love and joy and peace Yeah, because entertainment, entertainment is a wonderful escape. And it's a great way to have your pulse on the culture on the a time period on an era it's always difficult when I have conversations and I meet people and I try to throw out either pop culture or tv yes. or movies yes. and they just aren't picking up anything I'm like what right are we gonna talk head. about bruh like I don't know what else there is to say the stock this market what, this. what should we discuss <laughs> this is 
why we do this, Ashley, because I am the exact same way. It's like, what do you mean you only rewatch your same show over and over again? Like, <laughs> let me give you a few recommendations. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> exactly. It's like sports. Like, I always think it's funny. People take sports so seriously and it's so it's thought of so highly to be really in to know about sports. This is our sports, right? The yes. way we can wax on about people be like, how do you keep all this stuff in your head? I'm like the same way you do with anything that you really enjoy, you really subscribe to, like you get into it. So this is a passion for us. And we appreciate the fact that our listeners and everybody who joins us every week has the same passion and the same excitement because man, without entertainment, the world would be just a little less bright. That's all I can say. (laughs) And let's keep it real. Entertainment has this wonderful way of tapping into our sports, tapping into our politics, tapping into everything we do because it feeds off of all those things. Yeah, it's a a reflection, sometimes an extreme exaggeration. But a reflection of life and people's thoughts and experiences. And that's, that's that on that. Anything else before we talk about our recap next week? Again, just thank you to every single person this year who has listened to us, who has supported us, who has shared a post, a show, a story, who has mentioned us in a conversation we cannot do this without any of you guys. We started this again, never knowing if we were going to get anybody but us to really care. <laughs> and, about, our mamas. and our mamas <laughs> to care about what we have to say. And it has meant the world and it means the world to us to be able to do this with you guys on a weekly basis. I just saw such an inspiring story of a black content creator who was talking about he only had like 12 views or something of his videos on YouTube. But guess who one of those viewers was? Oprah Winfrey. It was his mother and Oprah and 10 other people who were watching his content regularly. And Oprah tapped him to join and become a part of the own network. So you never know who's listening. You never know who's listening or watching. So hopefully that serves inspiration to anybody else out there who's wanting to get their content creation on. Come on, join us. It's a good time. So thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. Ashley, what are we recapping? next week all right guys we are wrapping up the year on some holiday magic courtesy of spirited it is a musical that was released on apple tv plus starring will ferrell ryan reynolds check it out if you haven't seen it a little bit over two hours it's a fun ride i came to appreciate it more on my second journey i'll say that for sure sure Guys, we'll see you then. In the meantime, be blessed. Love you all. Bye.